Welcome to Dessert Island Development, where I talk with great leaders about three resources that have been instrumental in their development, all whilst enjoying a dessert. Lovely. This podcast is brought to you by Continuous Professional Development by Assemblies of God's GB. CPD is a new platform that will be available to all AOG GB ministers, giving you a place to log and track your personal development, get ideas from others, and even earn badges and rewards whilst you develop. My name is Chris Bright, and I'll be your host. And today I'm joined by Reverend Mark Button. Mark has been in full-time ministry since 2003, first leading an AOG church in Ruskington, Lincolnshire, before moving to Hull to pioneer a church plant, birthed out of partnership between the Methodist Church and the Pioneer Network. Mark has studied at Mattersey Hall, completing his BA in Biblical and Applied Theology in 2003, and then studied for his MA in Biblical Studies, from which he graduated in 2015. He currently lectures on Pauline studies at Missio Day. Mark is married to Dina and they have two children, Micah and Georgia, and one dog. He loves sports as well as eating out, watching good films and reading. Mark, that's a, that's, that's a great bio. Thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> no problem. Great to be here. Brilliant. Well, it's great to talk about um, d- uh, development resources, but before, yeah. this is dessert yeah. Island development. So I think it would be uh, remiss of us not to talk about uh, your favorite dessert. So could you tell me what is your favorite dessert? Okay. Um, yeah. So I put a lot of thought into this. Um, I'm going with uh, the, the, the several contenders, but I'm going with uh, baked uh, vanilla cheesecake or New York cheesecake. Yes. Um, New York. So t- t- yeah. tell me about it. Tell me why you love it. You know, have you had it? You know, you say you like. Uh, eating out yeah. is it if you, you had it somewhere or is it well actually th- this is one so at christmas this is one of my specialities i've got a few things that i do around christmas time um and the cheesecake is one of them um so we have that for our christmas tea or uh, uh yeah so um so um but each year th- there's a bit of a story with it because one of the skills of making it is that you have to cook it just right so that it doesn't crack um and if anyone's tried this they might have found it for a few years i've basically had it where where it's cracked still tastes amazing but it it cracks on top probably because i've overcooked it you can't you've got to let it cool at the right kind of uh pace uh but this year i managed to get it right so it was a perfect uh cheesecake so yeah i love it just love the taste um but yeah it, it takes a, a bit of uh bit of time to make it so i don't do it all that often but it's one i love and if i do go out yes it's something that i would look for on the menu if if i was eating out <laughs> yeah ab- absolutely i mean a, a new york cheesecake is is an absolutely classic dessert yeah. it's always one of those things because you have to bake it and then cool it down so yeah. it's a cold dessert that's been baked which i think is yeah. always that that's that little bit of extra because you know normally you can make a cheesecake without having to do any baking at all but that yeah. is that sort of little extra step which you yeah. have to make it Exactly. And like I say, you can't just open the oven door because all the cold air goes in. That That's the problem. You just got to open it slightly, let it cool gradually, then it should be fine. <laughs> so, yeah. I like it. So I, I like because what you've got there is that there's very much, you know, the, the technical aspect yeah. of it. We've had uh, people that I've already done some podcasts with and uh, they they will talk about the taste, but they've not got into the kind of making of it. And so I'm, I'm liking that, that we've already got <laughs> well, into the... This is what I'm like. When I get onto something, I, I keep going at it to perfect it. So there's been a few things. And over lockdowns, I, I was perfecting macarons as well. 
um, which are quite also quite tricky to make. So, um, but yeah, I kept just going and going at them until I, I got it right. So I quite like all of that sort of thing, learning learning the skill as well as yes, eating eating it. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, well, my uh, dessert I'll talk about is it, it's kind of I'm still trying to work out whether it is my favourite. I think it might be my favourite, uh, which is tiramisu. Just uh-huh. love, I love a tiramisu. I can't explain why. I think it's because I love coffee, probably. That's mm-hmm. firstly. Um, and it's just, you know, I don't know, it, it just seems to work for me. The coffee yeah. the, with the, the sponge fingers, the cream just seems to work for me. So uh, yeah. that would be a, a dessert. Although I, I can't talk about my favorite dessert now because I've talked about so many desserts that I've had. <laughs> um, so I think all desserts are my favorite. I think this is becoming yeah. uh, something that I need to be careful about, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Well, um, great to talk about desserts. So should we move on to uh, the development side of things? So uh, we've got three resources today uh, we're going to talk through. Um, Mark, do you want to talk through your first resource? Okay, yeah. So the first one I've picked is uh, Surprised by Hope by Tom Wright. Um, I think it would be safe to say, or not not too much of an overstatement to say that this book changed my life. Um, and really set me on the path to everything that I'm studying now, really getting involved in in sort of the more academic world. Um, I hadn't planned really on going back to do a master's, but that that book kind of ignited something in me that then I wanted to pursue uh, further study. And um, But there's a lot of different ideas that are brought out in that book that really um, – struck a chord with where I was at and uh, helped me in my thinking. And so, yeah, that, that, that's certainly one of the books um, okay. that's really influential. Great. Well, let's dig into the, um, what the book's about. I've got this book on uh, an audio platform and it's ready to read and I haven't read it yet. So I think probably getting a, a short pricey from you would yeah. be really great. Okay. So, I mean, I think the first thing to say with Tom Wright is that um, when when I studied for my BA, his was a name that you didn't really mention much because he had these interesting ideas. Um, there's something within Pauline studies, people talk about the new perspective, and this was all viewed with suspicion. Um, and so it was kind of like, oh, are we, are we okay with what he's saying? Are we not? Um, and so it's interesting that over like the past 15, 20 years, I've seen this development of Tom Wright going from someone who's kind of on on the fringes in terms of our understanding to now like, you know, his name's everywhere and even with Evan in within evangelical churches is very popular. Um, so th- this, so th- that's been an interesting thing to see. This book is really all about the gospel and what the message really is. And I think for me, when I was uh, leading church, I was, I was kind of having some thoughts that we, we sort of reduce the gospel down to this kind of, um, it's about me getting my ticket to heaven uh, you know, if I say a sinner's prayer, nothing wrong with any of these things, but it felt kind of very small, very reduced down. And yet when you're reading the New Testament, there's a lot more. And certainly he's he's looking at what Paul is saying, but the wider New Testament, wider Bible, um, and just seeing the richness. And so what he does is he explores a lot of things about kind of the ways we've we've reduced it down, but also some of the ways that we need to celebrate this this good news, which is good news for for me but it's good news for the world it's good news for everyone and it's more than just 
where we're going when we die. It's about God making all things new. And so, uh, like I say, this has been very influential in helping me to think through what is the purpose of us, uh, you know, our faith and, um, and what are we doing here? And so some of those ideas about God restoring and making things new come out in the book. Um, I think one of the classic lines, it's certainly a, a Tom Wright line, um, and I think it comes out in the book, is heaven is important, but it's not the end of the world. Um, so it's this idea that, you know, we're, we're doing more than just, you know, my soul is going to heaven and we'll kind of, you know, the sort of popular imagery of we'll float on clouds and that kind of thing. But actually, our role as Christians is to bring the kingdom on earth and to see that that good news shared with as many people as possible. Good news for now. Yes, good news for eternity, but but good news for today as, as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. I mean, that sounds absolutely uh, fascinating. And I understand you're a bit of a, a Tom Wright fan, yeah. uh, as it were. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think you know, again, some of his ideas would be, be challenged in scholarship. People would, would critique some of what he says. And, um, you, you know, like, I, I think, um, you know, that, that's the way it kind of works. But like I say, his ideas of have really influenced me and, and opened the Bible up, certainly opened the world of, of Paul up to, to me in, in new ways. So um, when I teach uh, Paul, which is basically any opportunity I get, if I'm honest, so whatever lecture I'm teaching, um, I, I tend to sort of gravitate back towards Paul. But, but I think that what we've tended to do when it comes to things like the gospel certainly is you know, we reduce it down. So we take a letter like Romans and we reduce it down to a few key verses. Um, All of sin and fall short of the glory of God. Gift of God is eternal life. Nothing can separate us. Love of God, all very important, but there is so much more. And I think that's where Wright particularly set me on that journey of realizing, oh, there is so much more to read here. There is so much more that what he's saying and uh, uh, to what Paul is saying. And so things like, you know, just the idea of God making things new um, stuff. I saw a little video actually the other day about citizenship and, you know, what that means. Our citizenship is in heaven and actually how that is our responsibility to, to you know, bring God's life, God's world to, to the here and now. It's not about where we're going. It's about us being citizens of heaven now and uh, making a difference. And I think we can lose sight of some of that. So, yeah. Um, I've read a lot of his stuff, both at a popular level and a scholarly level, and it's it's yeah just been really key in terms of my thinking. And I highly recommend him to to others who are sort of wanting to explore and and branch out into kind of exploring uh, Paul's letters in new ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've listened to uh, he has a podcast, uh, the Ask NT Write Anything podcast, which yeah. I, I really enjoy, and I think uh, listening to NT Write has been really helpful for me in terms of kind of getting out of my thinking of the, what I grew up with, which was that uh, it's a kind of an, an escapist theology, yeah. which is yeah. we're going to get off this earth and go to heaven. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Tom Wright does that expertly in terms of re- re- recognising that actually that's not the hope of the the New mm-hmm. Testament, of, of sort of escaping earth to get yeah. to get away to somewhere else. But actually what God's doing in terms of uh, recreating heaven and earth and the, the, the hope of resurrection and, yeah. uh, and how we play a part in that today, I think it's been, uh, be, been very transformative for my own yeah. journey, I think yeah. certainly. So great. That's, so that's uh, surprised by hope by uh, Tom Wright. 
Uh, should we go on to resource number two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, haven't we got two books uh, as such to recommend, or a book as such? But there's two people I think um, who, again, just really helped me in my thinking and brought a different um, perspective on leadership and ministry. Um, and so these are uh, Brené Brown and Caroline Leaf, Dr. Caroline Leaf, uh, Dr. Brené Brown. Um, yeah, and I think people will have heard of them. Um, Brené Brown had a TED Talk that kind of went viral and lots of people watching it and, and Caroline Leaf, um, lots of books and resources and and their materials. So I think two that have really helped me were Dare to Lead by Brené Brown, uh, Think, Learn, Succeed by Caroline Leaf, just helping me understand um, that world of of kind of psychology and something that we we don't often pay attention to in Christian leadership. But this is something that I think, you know, we need to we need to be more spun up on. Uh, we need to be more aware of kind of how the mind works. Um, Brené Brown talks a lot about vulnerability, the power of vulnerability. I think it's so important. Um, in Caroline Leaf's book, Think, Learn, Succeed, she talks about healthy mindsets and just things like that that, that help – Bring a different perspective um, on on leadership. I think, um, yeah, it's just just really helped me. No, that's great. I'd love to kind of find out what impact that's had on on you in in terms of your leadership and um, how has you know maybe something like Think Learn Succeed uh, or Dare to Lead. What are those books? What have they changed in you in terms yeah. of maybe how you think or how you operate? Yeah. So I think um, sometimes. In Christian leadership, we sort of, you know, his top tips, you know, 10 steps to being a great leader, and it can sort of move towards one one type of experience and idea. And, and, and I think that um, all of that can be good and helpful, um, but it can it can miss something. And I think what these books did was, was to shed light on a different discipline, a different world, that actually we we haven't always embraced. So um, sometimes within church circles, Christian circles, we can be be flippant with things when it comes to um, mental health, mental well-being, just overall kind of our emotions. You know, we we would have had this idea that you know emotions are almost things to be feared, and uh, you know. Um, don't be down. Joy of the Lord is your strength, and 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 some of that can, some of that can come from a good place, um, but actually it can be unhelpful if it's not used wisely. Um, so, and I think what those books did was to help me reflect on kind of my own my own well being, um, and to embrace that side. So you know, vulnerability, something that we haven't heard talked a lot about in in kind of christian leadership not in in this way but actually oh okay it's all right to to realize that, that you know we need to be vulnerable and uh to to um just yeah embrace some of that um that that side of life um with uh, caroline leaf's book when she talks about healthy mindsets that really helped me because i think you know increasingly as many people not just leaders will face is that we we live in a 24 7 um 
society you know we have access to uh, so many resources and so much like our brains can just be full constantly you know we're bombarded with with information we have emails pinging in all the time notifications popping up on our phone and she talks in the first part of that book about um just different mindsets that we need and i, I think it it helped me to realize actually you need to slow down and give space so you know talks about having that that room in your day to to just think and process and we almost we we neglect these things and it helped me realize actually having some some space just to be quiet isn't a bad thing i think when we're we're leaders we can have this got to be on the go got to be busy got to be you know pushing everything pushing the boundaries and actually no you need to slow down you need to take some time um the the learning part of that book was also really helpful in just the process of actually this is the way that you can you can learn new skills um and it's quite an involved process and she goes through it all but but it was was really helpful because when you're trying to learn things um in my study um you know i could i could utilize that and and it would help me grow so just really any anything around that world of of health well-being um that i think we're getting yeah we're, we're becoming um more uh appreciative of and getting a better understanding of it's it's really important for leaders yeah yeah i th- i think that's that's so important and um it's one thing we're, we're doing you know, this podcast is brought to you by uh, continuous professional development where we're, we're launching the the cpd platform for the aog gb ministers and uh as a part of that we've tried to think as holistically as possible mm. so that we're not just thinking of personal development in terms of uh, all about leadership or all about theology which all of those, th- those things are great of course um yeah. but thinking about actually there are there's more of a holistic development that's that's very necessary for ministers so they're not just it's not all just uh theology which is great we love theology and, and of, of course you you know yeah. you, you you teach theology but there's also that aspect that we need to be uh, healthy ministers in yeah. all of our life so that could be in terms of health it could be mental health uh, it could be, you know, it could be as simple as needing to get a, a fitness plan together. And that is personal development because it's helping you become the best yeah. you can be by yeah. being the healthiest yeah. you can be. So I think the, these kind of resources, uh, I think, are, are so important for mm. for ministers to not... I think it can be very easy to sort of neglect the, uh, the, 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 the thinking side of things or the... Mm. Um, uh, the emotional side of things, the emotional health side of things, um, and, uh, and 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 I think so. Yeah, these things will I think will be really helpful for uh, our ministers for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, I think, that- I, yeah. Sorry, I just I, I think it's about learning. I'm not saying we we hide deliberately, but we need to be real. And and I think you know I've learned that sometimes actually rather than just you know quick there's something happening let me find a bible verse that speaks that and we love the bible and of course it's helpful but actually we start from a place of honesty this is how i'm feeling this is what i'm going through um and you know and and god meets us in that but i can talk about my emotions i can talk about my vulnerability i can i realize oh i need some space okay i need to carve out some time i need to process so it's it's that kind of stuff and yeah i think that will help us to grow holistically yeah as you say as as leaders so yeah and and i think it links back to you know if you look at someone like the apostle paul he was Mm -hmm. actually quite open in his letters about 
how he was feeling and uh you know and and he didn't he didn't shy away from things and able to be quite vulnerable and in it, it wasn't just all positivity 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 it was it was it, he was honest about where he was at in terms of especially in terms of his mental health he, talk, he talks about that and goes into that so there's lots of that i think we can learn and it links back to you know your pauline studies as well i think yeah 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 Fantastic. Okay, so uh, that's uh, Think, Learn, Succeed by uh, Caroline Leaf and yeah. uh, Dare to Lead by Brene Brown yeah. uh, as resource number two. This, I, I think having a bonus resource is something that's become yeah. uh, more and more popular uh, on oh, this. Sorry, so, it's yeah. ab- so it's absolutely <laughs> fine. I, you know, narrowing it down to three is almost impossible. Um, but shall we go to resource number three now? Yeah. Uh, what's your third resource? Okay, so um, this is the Leadership Podcast by Craig Gushell. Um, I, I really like, uh, Craig Gushell, um, his stuff and, um, you know, there are challenges of reading lots of books and there's lots that you, you know, I've got a stack of books that I'm, I'm trying to get hold of. So one of the things I do like is just there's podcasts out there, plenty of them. And these, the leadership podcast, they're, they're short episodes. Um, I think it's once a month they come out and just very practical down to worth and, and, what I particularly like about um, Craig Gushell's stuff is that it is applicable, or you, you you can see how it fits within your context. So I think sometimes with one of the challenges of, of leadership material, um, particularly when you go to conferences, it's it's like, well, oh, here's someone they've got a massive church, but it's like. But how does that work within this context here where I am, which is very different? Um, his stuff I find very accessible. And, and, and yeah, it, it, it suits different contexts and he, and he addresses that that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, very helpful, just practical uh, guidance and wisdom, really. Yes, I, I've listened to a number of uh, episodes of the uh, of the Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast, and so many he he has a very accessible way of of, of teaching his material, and it's a something like you said, very accessible, regardless of church size. You, there's something that you can put into it because it's it's the is much more sort of principle based rather than yeah. you know yeah. i've got a large church or or uh, this is what i did and here's how it yeah. su- succeeded those things are helpful in in their time and in their, in their space of course yeah. i remember um one quote and i use it quite a lot actually and it was from the craig rochelle podcast and he said um he said don't tell your congregation or the people you're leading uh my people won't so don't don't say my people won't you know they won't do this or they won't do that. Say we have not led them to do mm-hmm. this. And so it and I thought that's so fascinating because it's what it does is it's straight away because that's applicable to any church even any business you know it, it, it recognizing that leadership starts with you taking responsibility for leading yeah, your, yeah. your your team your congregation and uh, i think that that changed it flipped something in my in my thinking certainly have you had yeah. any kind of nuggets of wisdom from the podcast that you can think of well um yeah i'm sure i have and actually the one that springs to mind is a is a bit different bit random but um before i get on to that yeah i think i think that's that's the thing like i listen to it and you realize there's just there's something i can take away there and i don't feel like oh i'm, I'm a terrible leader but actually no there's something i can i can take i can improve um just what yeah the one thing that i um 
we've been thinking about it in our house recently. Just, um, I think in one of the episodes he talked about how it's good for leaders to have something outside of church. Um, and, and, and you do realize that if you're not careful, you can find yourself in a place where you are consumed by all of the things of, of church. And, and we have to be careful, I think, as leaders that, um, you know, we love Jesus, we serve Jesus, um, we are shepherds of the flock. The, you know, the church is not all of my responsibility. Um, uh, John Andrews, who is a good friend of mine, talks about, or years ago when we were in Bible college, talks about, you know, the world will keep spinning <laughs> without yeah. your involvement. And it is just that <laughs> realizing, you know what? You can have some time off. You do need something outside of, of that, you know, you mentioned in my bio, I love sports. So like playing golf, playing tennis, football, something, you know, just actually having something that's different, a hobby. Um, otherwise, yeah, I think, I, th I think we can lose something and we just talk about holistic living, you know, that that's really important um, that, that we we've got a well-rounded life, you know, Again, if we're working full time in church, we're, we're surrounded by Christians. So where are we connecting with people? So all those kinds of things. So that that actually was was helpful for us. And just recently, just something we've been we've been looking at. Actually, have we got hobbies? Have we got interests? You know, it's not just all church all the time, and 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 that's really important. Um, but there's been lots of different things that he he's he's, he's touched on. Uh, different subjects just about uh bringing in change um uh, developing personally um those kinds of things and and usually i'm i'm listening to it and there can be just one or two things but it it's just helpful just to 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 keep going and 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 to uh yeah encouraging me in my own in my own leadership journey yeah yeah, ab absolutely. There's always, I think there's always something to get from the, that yeah. podcast. And I think, like, like you said, even things that are just going to, uh, you know, looking at things that are, are have you got a hobby outside of, outside mm. of the church world? That's so valuable for being a healthy leader. Yeah. And so yeah. having those uh, podcasts that are going to help you think in a different way, help you find little nuggets of, of, uh, uh, of wisdom that are going to help you along your along your journey. It's not all just going to be, you know, you know, ministry stuff. It's going to be yeah. stuff that's going to help. And I, actually, the one thing I like about the podcast is it's it's not specifically a church podcast. He puts a lot of it into yeah. his church context, yeah. but it's yeah. it's more general that that um, it links into leadership in general, which yeah. I think means that it's applicable in different environments yeah. and uh, yeah. and and that can be really helpful because. It means you can start to, you know, you can think about, okay, well, if, if I'm helping someone in, in my church who is a business leader, you've actually got some really good principles yeah. that, that travel across. Yeah. It's not just church-specific stuff, mm -hmm. which I think is, is really great. Yeah, yeah. Great. All right. Yeah. Well, um, three great resources there, or four, technically, four yeah. great resources there, <laughs> uh, and a great dessert as well. I, I love yeah. uh, a baked New York cheesecake as well um mark thank you so much for joining me today i really really enjoyed uh talking through uh the things that have really helped develop you uh yeah. in your ministry so thanks so much for, for joining me no problem thank you thank you for having me